Welcome to Victorious Living. The first instruction that God gave was the law of God's word was not to depart out of our mouth. And then the word let us, notice what it says, let the words of my mouth. The word let is a reference to replay. That when we let it, we're replaying it in our mind. We are meditating on it in our mind. We are filling our mind with the word of God so that what comes out of our mouth will be what God has said as opposed to what you say from your own thinking. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us instructions for obtaining a complete faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares instructions for obtaining a complete faith. But what is sin? How do you identify it? Uh, you know, what is sin? Sin is simply this, missing the mark. Okay, so you can, I can, we can <laughs> miss the mark. How? By not accepting and following his instructions and his directions. We miss the mark. So that don't mean you have to be a bank robber. That's right. You don't have to be a bootlegger. Amen. You, don't have, you don't have to be any of those things, which we're not. We're not the, the, any of those things there. But just the little simple things that we push the instruction of God aside. And guess what? God doesn't have it. Does, God's not in the middle of that. Why? Because it's sin. And God and sin are not in cahoots. You know, they don't, they, they don't, they're not even on the same playground. And so sometimes we try to pull God into our pity party playground and he's not coming. You know, he said, I, I don't want no reservation because I'm not coming to your party. Now here comes your flesh. Say, well, I'll tell you the truth. They, don't, they ain't got no feeling about them, do they? They don't feel, they sorry, feel sorry for me and, listen to them you know and people when you are around a person that gives you back that kind of an answer you know they got a problem but they they want you to bear the problem because when you prayed for them nothing happened so what do they say sometimes you must not have been anointed that's a lie from the devil a lie from the devil but but some some preachers believe it and so what did it do? Now they get in the pity party because nobody got healed when they prayed and laid hands on. Are you the healer? No. <laughs> I told God, I said, Lord, if I was a healer, I'd heal everybody. So I, everybody's not getting healed, so that means I'm not the healer. And so we have to, we, we have to you know, walk our way through, sort our way through, uh, understand how we're to walk our way through and how we are to respond in these situations and understand I'm not God and everybody I can't help, but I will help those that will receive my help. And uh, that's where we have to let it lay. You have to let it lay right, right there. So we've learned that, that unbelief in God's sight is a sin. It is missing the mark that God has set before us. What is the mark that God has set before us? His instructions. That's the mark, his instructions. 
So if you don't know the instructions of God, you got a problem. Or if you do know the instructions of God and you're not willing to do them, you got a problem. And so eventually all of it comes back to rest with me because God, what he has promised, then he will perform. So unbelief in God's sight is, is faithlessness. Unbelief is to God is just looking at a person and say, you ain't got no faith if you're an unbeliever. Now, I know that's pretty hard. I know it is. It was hard on me too. And sometimes it still is. <laughs> uh, but, but, but sometimes that, that's not what people want to hear. But yet at the same time, it's their way out. It's their way out, but they don't want to hear it sometimes because it sounds so harsh or hard or whatever, however they mentally, how they, they see it. But God's not given us something uh, that, that, that won't help us, but we've got to do it. We've got to use it to walk through. We've got to use it to get through. We've got to use it to live by. We've got to use it to receive the blessing, and we've got to receive it so we can be a blessing. So we can help other people with what we have learned and with what God has worked in our lives. So God, listen to this, God does not defend one's unbelief. Well, you know, God's love just loves us and he understands where I'm at and he understands that. God's not going to defend our unbelief. He's not, he's not going to do it. He, he's not going to get in that same frame of mind He's not going to defend us because, well, you poor little thing. You know how we do our little children sometimes. <laughs> you know. He's not going to do that. God, God is not, he's not going to be a participator in my unbelief and those unbelief words coming out of my mouth and these unbelief actions or lack of actions of faith not present in my life. He's not going to get involved with it. And, and you know, we need to understand we, we, we just need to know that God's not going to get involved in that. that. Does that mean he doesn't love us? No. That means that God loves us so much, he's telling us how to get out of it. He's made the way, how we can come out. So God does not defend one's unbelief in light of who he is. Now get that. What did I just say? God does not defend unbelief in the light of who he is. So God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And so that means if I'm walking in him, the darkness that Satan has to pull me away from it, when I'm walking in the light as he is in the light, darkness dissipates. Darkness has to go. You know, you, you, you know this illustration, it really come years ago, but have you ever noticed when you walk in your house at night and the room is dark and you know where the switch is at that, that turns your lights on, you know where that's at, and it's dark, just, just pitch dark in there. But once you flip the switch, what happens? Where did the darkness go? Did anybody see the darkness leave? Did you see at the door the darkness went out of the moment that light hit that room, darkness was gone. God is the light and in him there is no darkness at all. Now see what's, what's Satan trying to do. I'm just talking, just 
Just listen to me. Satan is trying to pull us over into the dark room. Amen. You know, you, you've heard of photography in the dark room. They develop, he tries to pull us over into his dark room so he can develop a picture on the inside of us and make us see ourselves the way he, the devil, wants us to see him. So we, we, understand, uh, we, we understand a lot of things that we, and know a lot of things, but you know, we don't want to forget them. We, we, we don't want to let them slide to the back part of our mind and that we only think about them every three or four months or five or six months or whatever. We don't want to do that. So what do people do when that happens? They quit doing what they have been doing. It's quiet in this church, isn't it? Is this a Presbyterian church? They quit doing what they've been doing. Now, there's reasons and circumstances sometimes, but they quit coming to church. COVID has scared. Now, don't misunderstand me. You hear me? COVID is, a, is real, but God's more real. COVID is real, but faith is greater than COVID. And so... We, we, we want to be sure that we build ourselves up because COVID will attack anybody. You know, you know, now who will I attack today? Anybody he sees. So we got to, we just, you know, I mean, you may be doing it. I'm talking to myself probably more than anybody here. So let me just say it again, that God does not defend one's unbelief in the light of who he is and what he has said he is the infallible truth, absolutely trustworthy. That, now let me, let me read it again. So, so we all, all have that in our thing. God does not defend one's unbelief in light of who he is and what he has said, what God has said. He is the infallible truth. He's not just the truth. He is the infallible truth and uh, absolutely trustworthy. There's where God wants us to position ourselves. Can we do it? Uh, how are we going to do it? <laughs> okay, how are we going to do that? We're going to fill our mind with the word of God. And we are going then to put it where in our mouth. And then we're going to what? Meditate on it. How often? Day and night. And so we do that. Amen. All right. Now let me go a little bit further. Just getting, getting a little bit. We've got another about an hour and a half left here. Okay. So Joshua and Caleb had to see things as God saw them. And they had to say the things that God said to them in order for God's predetermined success to materialize for them. What was God's plan for them? I want you to get in the land that's flowing with milk and honey. I provided this land for you and I want you in that land that I provided for you. So what do we do? We then, uh, uh, we, we follow his instruction. Now, let me, let me do this and I'm gonna skip a little bit here. The first instruction that God gave was the law of God's word was not to depart out of our mouth. It was not to depart out of their mouth. That, that, that is law number one when it comes to faith. Amen. And then the word let us, notice what it says, let 
the words of my mouth. The word let is a reference to replay. That when we let it, we're replaying it in our mind. We are meditating on it in our mind. We are filling our mind with the word of God so that what comes out of our mouth will be what God has said as opposed to what you say from your own thinking. And so we see then that Joshua was to take a hold. Uh, well, I didn't read it. Let me read it. Psalm 1914. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, of my mind, be acceptable in your sight, O Lord. So there's things that we can say that's not acceptable to God. Unbelief is not acceptable. Doesn't mean he doesn't love us. Doesn't mean he doesn't love us. And, you know, that doesn't mean that. It just simply means he's not pleased by what I'm saying. He's not pleased with, with, with me walking and talking and uh, in, in doubt and unbelief. He's not pleased with that. Because why? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So, so just recently I had a person come down to, to be prayed for because they felt like, you know, they'd kind of fell away a, a little bit. But prayer is not the answer there. Prayer is not the answer. What's the answer? Exactly right. Get back into the instructions. Because... It's our hope that today's message, Instructions for Obtaining a Complete Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 38. Today's special offer is 38. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.